Welcome to another episode of This Week in College Viability. My name is Gary Stocker. Well, it's Alabama joining the list of colleges, private colleges in trouble. And in the news this week and last, it's Birmingham Southern College in Birmingham, Alabama. With a ticking clock, and the story comes today from the National Observer. And really, the, the potential closing of Birmingham Southern College in May of 2023, which is what they're threatening, is not really the story. The story is this is the third college this week and the last two weeks who has indicated either they're closing, like Casanova in New York and Holy Family in California, or may close. That's three. That's almost six a month. That's 70 a year now. The extrapolation may or may not be accurate, but the story is the pattern continues. It's even possible, based on the research and the reporting that we do, that we are just at the beginning edge of substantial closures, followed by substantial numbers of mergers, consolidations, whatever you want to call it, with private colleges in general. Here's what's going on at Birmingham Southern. It's a private college, yet they asked the state for a $30 million fund. Not a loan, but a fund. And the president of the college, whose name is Daniel Coleman, has indicated he's secured firm commitments from, as he says, hundreds of private donors for $45 million. Now, math on that and see what the average would need to be for a few hundred donors. I, I question that. But he goes on to say, toward a goal of raising $200 million. As of 2020, the endowment at Birmingham Southern was about 50. Now, when I checked today, they had the endowment up to about $100 million. So they've done something in the last couple of years. But why, all of a sudden, do we think we can quadruple or, or, or best case scenario, double an endowment that we haven't had hit $200 million for all eternity? You know, somebody famous once said, hope is not a strategy. I, I worry that that's going on not only at Birmingham Southern, but other places as well. The story goes on to report that the college has had decreasing revenues down about, uh, I think it was 20 some odd million dollars, uh, $26 million from 2017 to 2019. Uh, it had improved a little bit since then uh, by about $8 million. I'm guessing that those in part are COVID funds. And the enrollment has fallen by about 300 students, not quite 300 students, since 2015. Why does this matter? Well, certainly the college, all colleges, have impacts on the workforce and the local economy. So why is this college and so many others waiting until they have little financial value to, to look for merger partners? Why are they putting an entire community at risk because they have been so parochially focused on their, on their really, really small part of higher education? It's not just Birmingham Southern. We see that in other places, in the, in the Midwest, in the Northeast, and even in the West on occasion. Why are colleges doing this? And i got to know, i got to think for sure, that this is happening as we speak in other colleges throughout the country. They know they can't make it, and yet they're hoping against hope that some miracle will save them. The story also reports from, from the National Observer that the school started in 2021, so that would be a year ago, an accelerated data science program, 
and recently had approval to start a master's degree in data science. Great. Start all the programs you want. Add athletics if you want. You know what you're guaranteed? You're guaranteed startup costs. You're guaranteed paying somebody to develop the program. You're guaranteed paying somebody to teach the program and to market the program. But what we all know that many colleges are offering technology stuff, data science stuff. All this does is add another minor bit player for a for a discipline, a, a skill set that is certainly needed. But they're going to face the same tuition discounting problems, challenges that other colleges face. There are more than one data science programs out there. There is more than one master's program in data science. All you're guaranteed at this late date starting a program is fixed costs. Why not look for a partner who already has it? Be it online, be it face-to-face, engage in some kind of revenue sharing. Then you have essentially zero startup costs. Maybe a little bit of marketing costs to get students enrolled. And I see this time and time again where colleges are starting something new and hoping hoping that that works. And then finally, we look at the data for the college, uh, the financial data for the college. Uh, It's not good. Uh, When you look at their 2020 audited financial statements, their debt's at about $35 million. Not awful, but you got to pay down the debt on that. You have that cash demand at some point out there. Uh, Their 2019 and 2020 P&L profit and loss Numbers were negative. They lost about $16 million over the course of those two years. And in the same time period, 2019 and 20, they burned through about $10 million in cash, um, in, in the cash from operations. And so what's the story? The story is it's, it's happening again. It happened this week. It happened last week. It may happen next week and the week after and the month after and the months after. Higher education is, is it's, reasonably, it's reasonable to speculate that higher education is on the front end of substantial closures, mergers, consolidations, and other changes. We'll be back with more stories like this in the coming days and weeks. My name is Gary Stocker. This has been another episode of This Week in College Viability.